This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Ooh, RJ. Yo, RJ. Yo, RJ. I'm about to have people going crazy. They're going to say my name like, my name like, my name like, my name like, Jordan. I woke up this morning, psych no, I ain't been asleep. I've been getting to that bag like it's trick or treat. I don't really care about new clothes or crispy sneaks. Cause that batch come in fresh. Crispy cream, Mr. Rex. I could ball with the script. So many blues and oranges. I could ball for the Knicks. Don't play with me, little nigga. Go play with your bitch. If I hit a shit, leave you and your feelings and shit. Deal with the shit. Told the friends to see what it is. Hit the hoes back to back and call it after remix. I can send them on the road if they're ready for real. I'll sell them like teddy bears. Just with the pills. Yeah. What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, Cheyenne Lene, a.k.a. Motor City Oprah, a.k.a. Um, what's my name? <laughs> what's my name on Twitter? Nah, I changed that shit so much. Uh, Booberay, um, a.k.a. Triple D's Von Dudley. Dudley boy. Well, Dudley girl, you know. <laughs> Stop laughing at me, Kev. The intro music y'all just heard is from my homie sitting over here across from me, uh, Kev Jordan, a.k.a. Mr. Hennessy. I guess that's what you want me to call you. <laughs> Look, you don't have to guess. It, it, <laughs> it's, it's more than a moniker nowadays, you know what I'm saying? They, they don't even call me Kev no more. They be like Mr. Hennessy. Sort of oh, God. okay, Mr. Hennessy. So, yes, that song was called Talking That Shit. Um, I fucks with that song a lot. Thank you. Thank I you. definitely, definitely do. I couldn't, you know, be the the instagram girl to make a booty shaking video or nothing like that like is that just would be kind of kind of weird because um me and kevin like we uh we have a, a interesting um uh what is this friendship whatever thing his, we have an instri- interesting interesting yeah an interesting history. ship between us so you know that just would have been kind of weird but you know throughout it all like kevin and my dog like we've been friends for a long very very long time so we kind of stuck with each other at this point we actually like basically family so you know which is weird it it is i have fucking hate saying it but it is weird but it's kind of true though so (laughs) but definitely you know go ahead and uh plug your music and your social media and shit uh let's see dang which one i want to do let's see Catch me on Instagram, uh, my main page now, because uh, I got like three, four Instagrams. Don't tell nobody. Um, I am Kev Jordan. Like, follow that. Like, right now, go blow that damn button up, my notifications, all that. I got way more music coming. Uh, follow my Twitter. I'm about to get back active on Twitter. Um, you should. Like, like I, I, I was popping at one, one moment, you know what I'm saying? But uh, it is at Mr. Kev Jordan, a.k.a. The Trap Denzel. Oh, my God. Fuck out of here. Yeah, Why is yeah, that yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, ridiculous? Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. You are just ridiculous. But anywho, this has been an, uh, this has been an exciting week. Um, this has been the first week back uh, for regular season basketball. It seemed like uh, it's taken forever for this NBA season to start I don't know why maybe just because like so much shit happened in the offseason like I feel like we waited like a whole year for NBA season to start and I'm not gonna lie like I really didn't engage in it too much because like (laughs) the uh, the things I have been seeing online haven't really been like 
anything that's really caught my eye enough to get me to watch it, specifically the mellow fucking tweets. Like nothing I have seen about mellow has been good. Like I just been seeing so much slander just like, you know, um about how trash he is. Like that nigga ass and blah blah blah. But like I have been saying, I'm like, you know, mellow not Melo ain't ready to really wrap his mind around the fact that he has to fucking come off the bench. And to me, to be honest, I feel like it's all because, like, you have to look at a lot of people who were drafted the same year that he was and where they are. Primarily, LeBron, like, you know, that's got to be a fucked up feeling to know that you came into the NBA the same time as this nigga. It's only a year difference in y'all age because it was Melo first year of college and then LeBron was just coming from high school. So it's a year difference. And this nigga is like at his prime of his fucking career. And yeah. niggas is telling you to retire. That's fucked up. Yeah. I mean, because, well, he had injuries and all that shit. Mm -hmm. right? And like, I. I think the whole uh, coming off the bench thing. I think he haven't found his role, yeah, and like in his team. And he, I think he have like a uh, not like identity crisis, but like he he just don't know like how to gel with his team or have his team follow him or you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like especially like at the age he is now, he's supposed to have more of a leadership role. Yeah, and that's fucked up because, like you said, like, I don't really see people coming to him as, like, a leader. Like, I – and I really hate to have this conversation because y'all know, like, I really fucking love Melo. But I'm starting, I'm starting to get to that point where it's like, you know, I got to just be – I got to take it for what the fuck it is. Like, ain't nobody really coming to Melo thinking, like, oh, this is a leader. We about to follow this nigga. Like, a lot of people say, like, you know, he's um he's a uh, – What's the word I want to look? <laughs> I want to say he's too he, laid back. Yeah, he's too laid back, and he doesn't really um, he doesn't bring the energy that a team would need. Like I wouldn't be excited to see like, oh, we got Melo. It's like, oh, we got Melo. Uh, that's what's up, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's how I feel like niggas are now. They not like hell yeah, nigga. We got Melo. They more so like, oh, we got Melo. Like, but I mean, it it is what it is. But I feel like. I don't know. I feel like at some point in time, like, he lost his love for the game because I just don't see it, like, in his – when he plays, I feel like he really don't give a fuck. Uh -huh. I feel like he's letting, like, what we all feel about him, I feel like he's having those, those same thoughts. Like, don't nobody give a fuck about me for real no more. Like, I'm just here for the check. Mm -hmm. And it's like – but at the same time, are you going to – continue to be that way or are you gonna like shut these niggas up like you know what let me get my shit together because i know what i'm capable of i know why i got here in the first place like it's time to like shut them niggas up like you on a decent team now with a nice little squad behind you this would be your fucking time to shine and he not i feel like he just like he just uh, blending in like, yeah <laughs> like it's this time to stand out and more so now than ever that you not a starter like right. you you a bench player like now you need to show them niggas like Oh, y'all want me to come off the bench? Oh, y'all got me fucked up. Like, yeah. I got it. Shit, so, you got to start back over. Like, yeah. put, on, put on your training wheels. It's a wrap. Yeah, it's time to basically, <laughs> like, you got to rebrand yourself and, you know, prove these. It's, it's fucked up to say, but it's like you really got to prove yourself to niggas again. That's exactly what he has to do. But yeah, Nobody want to look like that washed up player, like, ever. Yeah. Like, even Kobe said uh, before he started scoring, like, 20 a game, he'll retire. Right, exactly, and <laughs> it's, uh, you know, I, I basically face the fact that I feel like he'll never get a ring. He's just going to be another Charles Barkley. So, but, I mean, it's but the thing about it is it's not like he's not great because, nigga, you know for sure you're going to go to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. 
but it's just like his competitive nature yeah it's dead it's like (laughs) don't fuck up your legacy and the rate that he's going right now it's like nigga you kind of like you tarnishing your shit it's either you need to step the fuck up and let niggas believe in you again or just say you know what fuck this nba shit i'm out it but i feel like if he did step out the nba that's kind of fucked up to know like damn i came in the league the same time as this nigga and he had his prime and i felt like it was my time to sit down i mean at this point he can't even have a farewell tour like you know what i'm saying <laughs> like it's kind of fucked up. it is it's really fucked up but hey ain't wayne ain't, ain't uh Dwayne wade having one right now this, this is last year <laughs> Yeah, it. I mean it, but it should be though. Like, but at least he he knows that. But like, he's still going hard. Yeah, he's right. That's what I'm saying. Like with Melo, like that nigga just like kind of like fading to black. Like man, fuck this shit. But mm. you know, I love Melo. I've been Melo since day one. But I just I can't fucking do it no more. It's like it's hard to believe in a nigga that you feel like don't believe in himself. So, but it is what it is. But as far as this shit last night. Mm. Um, I had been seeing this shit, you know, as I was out enjoying my sweetie's day and shit. I <laughs> see people talking about <laughs> shut up. I see people talking about um some shit that happened in the game and I'm like, what the fuck going on? So I get online and I see these videos and shit and they calling it the uh the spit gate <laughs> or whatever with um with John Rondo spitting on Chris Paul. Now, at first, when I watched the video, I was like, no, I ain't spit on that nigga. But then it's like it's a couple things you got to look at. Like, if you really, like, pay attention and, like, you look close, it's like how Rondo, like, held his mouth. You can see, like, no, nah, nigga, you, you snuck some spit out right there. And then it's like you could see when it – you can't necessarily see when a spit hit Chris' face, but you can tell when he felt it because you could see his reaction. Like, Man, like nigga – like, and I always said – one thing that I just always felt like was just the ultimate level of fucking disrespect is spitting on somebody. Like, spitting on somebody is just the most disrespectful shit you can do. Like, I don't give a fuck. You can do whatever, but bitch, you spit on me. Like, Man, oh, no. Got to choke slam a nigga to hell, boy, I'll tell Man. you. <laughs> Man, like, just spitting is just the ultimate fucking level of disrespect. So, yeah, I watched the video, and it's like, yeah, nigga, you definitely spit on him. But... Right. Like a open hand, a open hand slap and a spit. Like that's you smack me. <laughs> I'd rather you smack me. You don't fucking spit on me. Like they both are definitely disrespectful, but spitting on me, like that's just to me is like, bitch, you scum. Use nothing. Like that's just it's too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I nah, yeah, spitting is worse. I was gonna say that open hand though. Like that's that's really kind of disrespectful because I feel like a nigga posing with it afterwards, like. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, yeah, fuck that. But yeah, yeah, that that shit, man. Like, I kind of I kind of thought it was about to be like another uh, Malice in the Palace type. Yeah, I, I thought Ingram was gonna hit him with the Jermaine slide. You feel <laughs> me? Like, I was waiting for that O'Neal slide. Like, bam, nigga. That shit, yeah, it was it was wild. But a lot of people though that I've seen in conversation, they're talking about they. Um, Everybody feels some type of way that after it was over, you know, LeBron went and he, you know, kind of like made sure Chris Paul was all right as opposed to, as opposed to um, Rondo. They're like, how the fuck you go, you know, this nigga basically the enemy, he on the other team. Like, why would you do that? Where's the loyalty, blah, blah, blah. It's like at the end of the day, like, yeah, nigga, we teammates, but like that's his like real life friend. Like that's his people. Like they each other like God, parents of their kids and shit. So it's like, you know, I understand 
we got on the same uniform and we supposed to be a unit. I do get that. But at the same time, nigga, if my sister is fighting my fucking coworker, bitch, I'm making sure my sister is okay. Fuck you. So it's it's just, it's I kind of do see where both sides is coming from. Because it's like, you know, if we at war, we at war together. Like, how you going to go make sure this nigga straight? Like, no, we supposed to be taking them out. So it's like, I see both sides but at the same time it's like nigga when all this shit done and over with i can get traded tomorrow nigga and that's still my friend like right. we yeah we on the same team but nigga if i leave y'all niggas tomorrow then my people's right but them niggas like brothers like they do everything together him him wade in paul like you know what i'm saying yeah yeah like, they no well chris came no chris came in 06 right yeah yeah so like i don't understand how people just was like just made it seem like that shit was just completely out of left field like he had no reason to um to go and make sure his friend was okay it's like no like i'm sure maybe eventually like when lebron may have went to the locker room that's one thing i wish i could have been a fly on the wall like to hear how that fucking lo- uh, locker room conversation went want to see the chairs <laughs> flying like yeah are y'all stupid like yeah you never get no endorsements because <laughs> <laughs> i because my thing is it's like what do you say like because i'm pretty sure niggas felt that same way like in the locker room like damn dog like we supposed to be a team and you you making sure that nigga all right like these your people's over here but at the same time it's like shit shouldn't happen in the first place exactly <laughs> it's like no nah, nigga like these is this my nigga like i don't understand like why people just don't understand that like i don't know i feel like that's just like if maybe um like say jay say if like your closest homeboy or some shit like him and dame got in a fight like you would probably like make sure your homeboy is straight first right wouldn't pop off too much yeah Yeah, that's true. But well, that's a different. <laughs> that's that's different. I mean, gang gang, gang shit. Like, yeah. 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 That yeah, I do get it from that perspective. But I wonder if maybe he went into the locker room and he explained it to him that way, like you know, I was just you know trying to do what i needed to do as my friend because it's like shit i'm not going into the locker room with my friend you know i'm gonna talk to him right now off the court and then because it you never know like he probably ain't gonna talk to him right after the game because they got to talk their own shit out you know as a team mm-hmm. so he probably felt like well shit i got you right here in this moment let me talk to you i gotta go back to the locker room with these niggas and we gonna talk about it there any fucking way so i don't know if maybe he had that mentality it might but, have been an instinct that like you know yeah. what i'm saying like run to your friend side yeah. or some shit like that but it might have been an instant thing yeah i think that too but i just feel like as long as both conversations were had then you know maybe shit should be all good but at the same time like <laughs> you know twitter or social media period the internet would qu- be quick to dig some shit up like rondo had on that fucking shirt i mean he had he took a picture with that uh what was that a girl that had that shirt on that said lebron's a bitch a few years back oh yeah like that picture Right, like, why the fuck would I be rushing to help that much? Nigga, fuck you. Like, you lucky I'm playing on the same team as you. Yeah, I, I would have blamed the whole game on Rondo as anyway. Like, nigga, first of all, you've you been in the fucking league too damn long to be doing some shit like this. Right. Like, that, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, that's why people wrote him off in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like, what was he with the, uh, the Celtics the when Celtic. he started doing all that shit? The Mavericks? Mm-hmm. Man, <laughs> 
Like he he been he been too deep in the game to to do some shit to fuck up his career at this point. And I uh, right because it's like you know you got a decent squad on you where like you know you can you can make some shit shake with the Lakers because like y'all hold uh shit straight right about now. But at the same time, um, I didn't get a chance to actually see the game because I was out when it was actually on. But I heard that it was a fairly fucking decent game. And like when this shit happened, it's like come on like. We ain't got, like, ain't nobody in no position to, like, fuck up right now. So, I'm like, see, that's that's always when shit happens, too. Like, it's either, like, when the game is, like, a fucking blowout or when the game is, like, super, super close. When it's like, no, nah, like, we need to all stay focused right now. Like, why y'all doing this? So And it was a home opener. See. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, come on, man. That's, that's too much pressure, like, it to is. fuck up some shit. Like, you don't let nobody come in your home and take a shit. True, and then you, you know, and that just goes to show, like, how do you, you know, you can't, you fold it under pressure. But it's, yeah, I don't know how I feel about this NBA season. Like, my, it's not as exciting. I, I felt like it was, though, because at first, going into it, like, coming off of last season, at first I was like, man, I don't think it, the, new, the new season really going to be um, as exciting. I'm like, they building all these quote-unquote super teams and shit, and, I don't, I don't want to see that shit because then it's going to be unfair to, like, you got this team that got everybody going against the team that got nobody. Who the fuck want to watch that shit? But then then I start to really, like, pay attention. I'm like, well, hmm, this actually might be a little bit interesting. Like, let me let me take a peek. But now it's just like, man. <laughs> I don't know because, shit, you see how the, how the old four Pistons was. One of them superstars, you know? I mean, none of them yeah. was, like, on yeah. that on that caliber, you know what I'm saying? They won the championship, you right? Know? Against against a uh, a, a all star Lakers team, might as well say. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them was injured. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna take their side because I know like everybody <laughs> know Kobe my favorite. But oh, you know God. what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Look, I always mm-hmm. had this argument. Mm-hmm. I like LeBron though, but Kobe well. Kobe always be my favorite. I still haven't picked a favorite player yet. Now. But that's crazy, though, that you say that, and I'm surprised to hear you say that because usually I've never met anybody that likes both Kobe and LeBron. It seemed like you can't like both. I'm not everybody. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think that shit weak. Like, people, like, they they judgment get clouded. Like, LeBron, LeBron a great player. Like, whether you want to argue this shit or not. Mm-hmm. Me, myself, I'm like, I, I don't. It's not that I never liked LeBron. I hate his fans. Yes. I, I hate his fans. That was it. Because at one point I was like, man, fuck LeBron. Nigga, fuck y'all. I whip all y'all ass. He ain't better than Kobe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but but they two different styles of players. Like, But you got to respect both of their game. I just mm-hmm. hate uh, like when LeBron came in, everybody started writing Kobe off. Mm-hmm. Like, So it's been a LeBron and Jordan comparison, no no Kobe and Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because they got similar styles, so to speak. But, shit, brain speaks for itself, right? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's. Shit, people, people even wrote off magic when, when Jordan came in the league. That's true. So, you know, shit, you got you to gotta respect the greatness, period. Like, I just feel like, and then also, too, like, people act like two people can't be great at the same time as well like when both um lebron and um kobe were in the league at the same time people made it seem like you had to make a choice it's like no you can't say he's great because he's great it's like 
no, nigga, they can both be great. Like, I can like both of these players. And, you know, like you said, like they both have, you know, they own style of the game. I can like him for these reasons and like him for these reasons. But, you know, I never – I'm not going to say I've never been a fan of either of them. Like, I definitely, you know, have I, – I go up and down with my you was on LeBron the mel- moves. You, you, you was on your mellow for a long time. Man. I was, man. <laughs> like, I ain't – like, <laughs> I was coming at your neck if you came with any type of mellow slander. But man. now I'm just kind of like, man, fuck it. That shit over with now. Like, I'm just – I'm about to write that nigga off and not because I feel like, you know, like how we were talking about the whole Kobe and LeBron thing. It's just because I feel like that nigga want to write itself off at this point. I can't, <laughs> I can't do it. But um, one thing I had just kind of brought up as far as talking about basketball, I want to kind of like switch the, the tempo on this a little bit. So when I was saying how um, people act like you can't love uh, two people at the same time, I want to kind of – Go back to this. <laughs> oh. Jay, Jay over here laughing. So, I attended the Battle of the Sexes event on Friday that Jay and Dame were both on the panel for. And one of the questions came up. They said, Can you, was it, can you love two people at the same time or be in love with two people at the same time? Be in love with two people at the same time. How do you feel? Do you feel like you can be in love with or love two people at the same time? Like, do you think that that's possible? Um,. I'm going to ask Me, you this because I know you a cheater. I'm not a cheater. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't no game. <laughs> no. But no uh, personally, no. Like, you can't love love two people at the same time, but you can't be in love with two people. That It makes sense to some, but mm-hmm. it's I don't see where, where it connect because we're like, when you're in love with somebody, you give them your all. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You, you, you connected with them like, on a different level. And if you, I mean, it, it, cause it's different between like relationships and like uh, your kids. It's right. a different type of love. Mm-hmm. So I, I, don't, I don't see it, I don't see it happening, especially with me because personally, I don't fall in love quick at all. It's fall in love really, at all, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm about to shoot myself in the foot when I say this, like I was never in love with my kids' moms. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I love them to death. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to shoot you because I've been there before because that's the reason why me and my first son's father broke up because he was in love with me, but he could tell I wasn't in love with him. And he yeah. said it. And yeah. he was like, I don't feel like you're in love with me. And once I actually thought about it, I was like, damn, I'm not. That energy was off. Like, yeah. Yeah. That shit real. Yeah. Cause, I mean, because it's, you, you got it. It's you gotta have that connection like mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying not even just on the communication level it's like you feel your partner like i didn't feel it yeah so it was like a disconnect but i i've dated uh i dated two females at once but i was into one of them more mm-hmm. than the other so mm-hmm. you can't you know what i'm saying you can't uh-huh. just like no i said dated i didn't say uh-huh. in a relationship uh-huh. it's different yeah i'm dating now Oh, okay. I give. I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, <now. laughs> you gotta wake up pl- pretty early in the morning. Look, you know what I'm saying? Look, but but I felt I felt more of a stronger connection with one than the other, mm-hmm. and they both know I was dating. Each you know other. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So, like one of them, I I really like. I kind of fell in love, mm-hmm. and the other one, I just started like pushing her off. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, made the best one win. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> terrible yeah, I, I can't i can't fall in love with two people at one time that's no you confuse yourself 
Yeah. You lose yourself. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's like, and I never got this because the whole main chick, side chick thing. Mm-hmm. You do stuff with your, your side chick that your main chick complain about you not doing with her. And you spend so much time and energy in your side chick. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why, that's why the main ones be at your neck like that. I yeah. saw that shit happen, like, firsthand. I be telling my brothers, like, like why is you doing this? Like, nigga, mm-hmm. everything she trying to do with you, you doing with her, the other one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I okay, so I definitely agree with what you're saying. It's like you can't be in love with two people at the same time. I feel like you can possibly, you can have love for two people at the same time, but I don't feel like you can be uh, in love with two people at the same time. And I wouldn't even want to try to put myself in a predicament for that to possibly even happen. That's why um, after me and my ex broke up, because technically, even though we was like still fucking around like all of last year, like I had technically been single since December of 2016. And I didn't want to seriously involve myself with anybody because I knew that no matter what our terms were, anything like that, like I was still in love with him. And I'm like, I, I don't want to like fall for somebody and then no i still got these feelings over here i'm like because that's not fair to that person and that's not fair to myself too like i'll be all fucked up like not knowing what to do like i needed to completely be over this nigga before i think of doing anything serious with anybody else so that's why i just stayed to myself like i dated i you know did my little shit or whatever but it was nothing serious and then two after a while, I say, like, the beginning of this year, like, I wasn't doing nothing. I wasn't dating. I wasn't having sex. Like, I wasn't talking to nobody. Like, I was just really on chill. I'm like, I'm not interested in nobody. I'm going to wait till I'm, like, you know, completely ready to, like, go through that shit again with somebody else in there. So, me and my uh, my boyfriend, we started dating in May. And it's been, like, so like so easy and just so chill because i'm like i got a clear mind ain't nobody else on the radar i ain't thinking about nobody else i don't still have no love in my heart for somebody else that like somebody would be like hey big head and i'd be like hmm, let, me, let me see what's up like and you're nah. kicking it off of social media with this, which is very fucking smart which is crazy because everybody like why is it so private why this this and that and i'm like it's not even that we not hiding because right. like we go to shit all the time like the event that um this um battle of the sexes event thing we went to friday like we go to concerts we go on dates we go out in public like we have fun but it's like you know as far as like you know the social media shit like this is my first time ever doing a relationship like this way like it's like that's smart it's it's so cool like we we can enjoy our moments to ourselves. like we don't have to like put the shit out there for like everybody's like when we ready to share our moments with y'all we will we don't have to just because we in a fucking relationship. So I, I just want to come to the wedding. <laughs> you will. I I told them about you or whatever. So we um we uh like we keep our relationship like it's it's our relationship like it's us. Yeah, because and social media fuck up everything. Like, yeah, it definitely can. Oh, he used to do this and then, like yeah. you know what I'm saying. No, we're not doing that. And then also too, I feel like you know in the past and like when I was younger, you know, some people be like, I don't know because why your mate don't post you this this and that. Like I never had those thoughts not one time since I've been dating him. And I think that's because our relationship is built on like trust and communication, which is I always felt like was a complete failure in past relationships. Like we communicate so 
fucking well and it's like i have like i always tell him and he tells me as well like it may sound naive but i fucking trust you like he ain't never did nothing to me where i felt like hmm i don't know you might be on some bullshit so it's like you know in previous relationships when guys be trying to like keep y'all shit you know off of social media or like whatever you'll be like nah nigga like you trying to because you trying to yeah you trying to protect them other bitches feelings and all of that like with me and him like i've never thought that i'm just like you know like we keep shit behind between us like we got hundreds of fucking pictures and shit from everything we done did i'm like and it's crazy because it's like if we do start to post shit on social media, they be like, "Oh damn! Like y'all really do? Like no, it ain't no fucking secret or it's not private. It's just that we don't have to share everything with y'all." People kill themselves to be like in other people's business. Like that's <laughs> yes, that, they that's do. That's why we having so much fun on social media. Like I could be like, I could write a stat right now. Fuck the world. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Oh, Kev, what's wrong? Like, you know what I'm saying? But like, you know what? I'm happy again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I kind of, I kind of uh, mix my shit up because I see how people be so engaged. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, but but then again, back to the subject. Like, as far as like uh, being in love with two people, like most women do that, so to speak. Like, mm. most most of the women I've dated lately been still hooked on their ex or ex baby daddy or something like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I be telling them like you were so scarred in your last relationship that you can't move on or you still stuck on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, that And that causes a problem for me because I feel like I got to fucking act to follow. Like I don't want to know your, yeah. I don't want to know what y'all used to go through, what you used to bomb. I want to know none of that shit. Mm-hmm. Like cause to me, like you been to me, I'd be like, damn, do you still love him? You about to go back with him? Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, how could you how could you engage in me? So my my last relationship, that that's what kind of happened in the beginning. Mm. I'm like, wait a minute, you in love with me, but you still hung up on your baby daddy. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you get upset, like he met, he dating another chick. Like, all right, let them date. Yeah, fuck them. What the fuck that got to do with you? If you tried to move on with your own, like you don't yeah. never tell me about your about your your last relationship, like because it don't matter. Yeah, I'm over that. Like mm-hmm. once I'm done with somebody, and everybody know, once I'm done hitting my baby mama, like whatever, like as soon as we break up, that's it. Right. I'm not going back. I I, I hell this one I never I never went back. Like my first one, I never went back. Mm-hmm. My third one, no, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, uh, yeah, like I, I never like that's. I think that's what catch people feelings back up because they still deal with their exes after yep. the fact. Like, yep. Yep. that will kill your whole mood. Yes, like it will. It absolutely, will. and it'd be hard as fuck because they be like a crutch, like a safety blanket. Like you until you really come to like that point where you like no you have to fucking go like you know you ready like you can say you ready to move on as much as you want to but until you let that fucking person go like it's not gonna matter and that's how it was like with me and my ex I just couldn't like I would say like yeah I'm done I'm done but as soon as that nigga text me I'm like oh you know I just you know went over there real quick like right like oh I miss you too that's so cute like let's talk about it and then next thing you know 10 minutes later you and my guts like no I'm not I'm not doing that shit no more and then like we had tried to talk um or whatever the fuck we was trying to do again at the end of uh last year and it was something in me that clicked that just I just was like, man, 
this shit's stupid. And he had kind of said it. He was like, I just feel like you ain't. He's like, I feel like you ain't really into this shit for real. Like, you say you you know you want this again, but I don't feel like you do. Like, I think you want some bullshit. And as much as I tried to, like, be like, I mean, no, that's not true. Like, I still love you. I do want to make this work. I was like, I'm over this shit for real. I'm like, I ain't. Because I, I, don't, I don't feel like successful relationships or the relationship that's supposed to be um, the one for me, I guess you should say, should say, should have to keep being on and off again. Like I don't feel like we need to have a thousand tries before break we feel like, up, yeah, up. like I don't feel like my husband is gonna have, like me and my husband aren't gonna have a relationship like that to where it's like, well, we tried it a million times and then a million and one, it was like, okay, this it. Like no, I feel like we gonna have a relationship. We gonna have ups and downs and shit. But it ain't gonna be a matter of like, oh, we broke up, got back together, broke up. Like no, fuck that. Like we gonna we gonna make this shit work. We gonna, you know, conquer the the bumps in the road, you know, as we come to them together or whatever. And and that's gonna be that. And like me and my boyfriend now, like we done had, you know, not really. I ain't even gonna really say no. We had no arguments. Like he told me the other day when we were talking, because we kind of had a little moment or whatever. It was literally our first time ever having an argument and we've been together since may and he was like this he's like i can't believe it he was like five months we went without having one single fucking argument he's like this not even really an argument but it kind of was he's like because i did get angry at you he's like in five months i've never gotten angry at you he's like so this is this was like kind of crazy he's like because usually took him back. yeah he was like damn he was like you know usually when you dating somebody y'all argue with something within the first month or two or whatever he's like but the fact that it took us five months to get to this point and then he was like i felt like i couldn't stay mad at you he was like initially um when we first had argued he was like i reacted like i did in previous relationships and he's like and i had to kind of calm down and take a step back and realize that's not fair to you so he was like you know i just you know calmed down a little bit i breathed he's like and then i reapproached the situation again which i could tell he did because at first we was arguing in the car then it got quiet as fuck then we got to his house, and then it got quiet again, and then I just started talking. Then he was getting, like, kind of mad again, but then I actually, like, saw him, like, kind of, like, I could see he, like, checked himself a little bit, like, let me calm the fuck down. Like, this ain't how it used to be, you know, with other people. Let me get her a fair shot. And then, like, we really, like, kind of talked about it, and then everything was fine after that. But it was just crazy. I'm like, I've never been in a situation like that. Usually we argue, and then it'd be like, fuck you and that's it and then it's like y'all go a couple days without talking like fuck that but we um we ended up um working out everything so yeah it was just it was it was kind of weird like that was our first argument but you know mm. <laughs> yeah I, man i don't know like because i shit these shit i used to get argued about i mean you know what i'm saying yeah. cursed out about was like crazy to me I'm like why are we why is this an issue? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, all right, question. You you and your man now, like, were y'all friends before y'all? I know y'all just. Nope. Y'all just, just hooked up? Just, yeah, like, we we first, like, approached each other with the intentions on um, on dating. It wasn't like, oh, let's be cool. It was like, no, nah, like, hey, you know. It was funny because we kind of, like, flirted on social media first. But I had found out about him through my best friend because they um they were like on the same team together at work and she was talking about him in one conversation i was like oh let me see his page like let me see what he looked like and i was like oh 
let me follow him. Who is that? Right? I'm like, let me follow him. Not knowing that, like, he had been following me on social media for a long time, and we just, like, never really oh, had conversations. You found a nigga back? Follow a <laughs> nigga back, my God. That's what he said, too. He's like, oh, shit, follow me back. All right. That and shit then just we happened had, to me. That's crazy. And then we had conversation from there, and then we exchanged numbers, and he like, hey, you know, let's, you want to go on a date? And the crazy thing is, is our first date was the day after his birthday, and then it just, Went from there. That's what's up. But I like that. That's an awesome story. <laughs> Thank Cause, you. Uh, now, like, because I, 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 I realized my problem. I used to jump into relationships, and I never had myself together. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Every one of my relationships, I said, I always told them, I'm not looking for nothing because I'm trying to build myself. Mm-hmm. No, I can help you. I'm like, I don't need you to help me. Right. You know what I'm saying? I just need you to support. That's it. Yeah. I was too naive for that. I was I was a yes man. You know what I'm saying? Because it was like, well, I can help you and uh, you know, help you do this. I'm like, cool. Mm-hmm. That shit sounded good to me. I was like, cool. You know what right. I'm saying? Now, now, that I, now that I'm older and thought about all the shit, like it became a pattern. Um, me moving out my career to moving theirs. Yeah. Uh, I kind of felt like I watched this shit my whole life, my uh, my dad, so to speak. Like <laughs> moving yeah. in with women, I'm like, like I don't want to do that. Like I yeah. want to, cause when I was growing up, he had his own shit, mm-hmm. and I don't know where like that. I don't know, like, cause I I don't want to. I never wanted to do that pattern, so I I just moved out and yeah. got my shit together. You know what I'm saying? I, I had to get my own shit together, stand on my own too. I can't depend on a woman to do nothing for me now. Like, I want you to move in with me. Right. Like, moving to my castle. You feel me? Right. Like, because I feel like when I live with other people, it was their rules. Right. I can get kicked out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I never want to be, I can't get comfortable in the house knowing I can get kicked out the motherfucker. You feel me? Yeah. I hated that shit. But, like, uh, and it seemed like they always had the upper hand on me. Like, yeah, yeah, it, it was always, like, the upper hand. It was like, well, this is my house, and you got to do this, and you can't come in this time, and this and that. Oh, my gosh. I let I let them control me. Like, <laughs> I messed up a lot of money. I think I, I messed up a lot of money in relationships, too, in those relationships particularly. Mm-hmm. It was like, because, you know, I do the nightlife thing. I promote, I I'm an artist, like, you know right. what I'm saying? So they didn't like that shit. Mm-hmm. But when they met me, that's all I did. Yeah. I was in the nightlife. After the club, I'm going to Coney. Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So I never knew how to settle down from that because I still was in my was high. In, yeah. Yeah. That was crazy. Long ass ride. <laughs> that. Yeah, and it it takes a lot, too, especially, you know, when you are a certain when you live a certain life, like whether you like a party promoter or you're a model or whatever the fuck, like just being a, a popular person, period. Like it takes a lot if somebody's the opposite of that to deal with that shit. Like people don't understand. Like I say this all the time. Like men will say like they want the fine ass girl, the, the quote unquote Instagram model and all this other shit until they actually get one and they realize like, you don't realize that the same shit that you were thinking on the opposite end back when she didn't know you, when you come into her life, it's still other niggas out there like that. 
that's that's having those same thoughts that you did at one point. Like you you have to realize that and like you know understand that like niggas gon' be in her face and all of that shit. Like that's one thing I definitely appreciate and value about my boyfriend is the fact that this like I talk shit all the time on all my social media, especially my fucking Twitter. Like on my Twitter, oh my god, I'm the worst. But <laughs> somebody had said something one day, and they like um, it was my homeboy Rico. He was like, nigga, you you ain't single or what? However he worded it and shit. I was like, I never said I was single. I was like, it, it ain't like like my man. He uh he read my fucking tweets. Like we following each other. And I was like, and he um, I was like, even on my other podcast that I record, I'm like, I be talking crazy on that bitch too, cause it's a sex podcast. But he listens to all my shit like he listens to this too and it's so crazy because we had conversation about it and even still like sometimes where i may say some shit or like we may go into like a real deep like deep details on some shit like where somebody the average motherfucker may be thinking like oh she's saying that shit and she got a man he'd be like yo i heard y'all talking about that shit that shit was funny and da 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 like he tell me all so the time i like that you be yourself be confident yeah that's the thing he always said that she like i'm confident like in us and in you he's like and within myself so and it's crazy like i swear like my my first my it do my first son's father he could not handle that shit at all like he that was like the beginning of the end of our relationship because like back then i was really heavy into party promoting and really heavy into modeling and shit like i ain't had no kids no nothing like i was just like doing me i was young as fuck barely 21 he hated the attention he he hated it like to the point where we'd be out at the mall and um I never forget this day. We was at Eastland and it was a uh, press play had that booth out there, mm-hmm. and I used to always be there because like Jay, my homie, and uh, so the guys up at the booth they knew me, and we walked past, and I saw one of the dudes up there, and I, you know, he gave me the nod. He's like, "What up?" I was like, "Hey, what up?" And then so my boyfriend, of course, you know him not knowing uh, that I knew the dude like that. Like we walking, and of course, naturally, a dude gonna stare at your ass when you walk past. Of course. And he chose to turn around and look at dude. Right when dude was looking at my ass, and then he said something like, "What's up, like nigga? What's up? Like what you looking at?" I'm like, "What the fuck did you do that for?" Like that was just so unnecessary. Like he's still a man. Like even if a girl walk past now with a fat ass, you mean to tell me like if it's right there in your view, you're gonna be like, "Can't look at that." Like nigga, I'm gonna tell you first. Like you see your ass. Like why? Like you don't have to do all of that. Like that shit was just so unnecessary. But he was he was really like not secure at all. And I never back then ever gave him a reason to not feel like like nigga i'm all for you like what's the problem like you can't like you can't fight everybody like i used to post model pictures and shit on my pages and guys would comment like you know people can be disrespectful but even still like if they not being really disrespectful and they just like being a nigga just saying some shit he like oh block this nigga why he saying this why he didn't because what the fuck else? Like, what you think they gonna say? Oh, man. Like Insecure that was people are the worst. Yeah, like, like it was. It's draining. Like, and why, I'm just. Oh. Why? Why did she heart your picture? Like, fuck. You mean answer? Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you don't know what to say. Like, what, yeah. what do you want me to do about yeah. her blocker? Like, why about why would I got a blocker? Right. She didn't say she didn't hop in my inbox. Like, uh, let me put it in my mouth. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, none of that shit. Like, yeah. Like, is until a person actually disrespects you and your relationship, let a motherfucker say what they're going to say all day. It's like, words. as long as you put it out there, like, if you see a person, like, starting to kind of, like, creep across that line and you let them know, like, hey, this ain't that, 
then okay let them know their place let them know their place and that be that now once they find out like okay idiot you do have a situation and they still choose to step across okay yeah then we got a fucking problem but like until that time like just be cool how you be cool like it ain't never that deep don't kill nobody <laughs> the people don't understand it so another thing that I brought up on my Twitter yesterday and I kind of want to like talk to you about it so oh, because you obviously you go to the barbershop and you get your haircut so let me matter of fact, I'm going to read my tweet verbatim what the fuck I said. And then my mentions are still like going crazy off this shit. And I've been getting surprisingly um, mixed, uh, mixed responses on it, which was crazy to me because I thought like it was just going to be like one sided. So I said, because, yes, you know, yesterday, in case y'all not from the Midwest, yesterday was Sweetie's Day. I know everybody in the world don't celebrate Sweetie's Day. That's mainly just like a Michigan thing. So and it's for men. Base, right. <laughs> Sweetie's Day is basically the male version of Valentine's Day. At least that's how it's celebrated here. You know, people be making their other posts, trying to be all factual. Like, that's technically not what Sweetie's Day is. Man, fuck out of here. You know that's how I celebrate it. <laughs> so <laughs> I said, let me live this quick little gem on the, on the timeline for who may be in need. If you ever want to do something small or simple for your guy and don't know what to do, Figure out who his barber is and pay in advance for his cut plus the tip. And I put emphasis on the tip because, like, that is going to make a difference as, as well. Imagine him getting ready to pay and the barber is like, nah, your girl got you. So me thinking, you know, like, yo, that's dope. Like, because I, I just envisioned that in my mind because that was one of the things I did for my uh, boyfriend is I prepaid for his haircut. And I'm like, you know, I'm just picturing in my mind, he's sitting there in the chair and he get up, you know, reaching for his pockets. And his barber like, oh, no, don't, don't worry about it. Your girl, you know, your girl took care of it for you. He's going to be like, damn, like, for real? That's what I thought everybody would have, that response. You got motherfuckers in my mentions like, fuck you mean my girl paid for it? What you doing talking to my girl? What the fuck was you doing up at the barbershop? Oh, you fucking my girl? Like, why? Why are people <laughs> having these thoughts and they like nah hell no nah. the barber might run off and not say shit and take both of y'all money then i'm like what so, but, <laughs> but as a man you should know your barber better than that that's what i'm thinking because i feel like if niggas don't trust nobody else niggas trust they barbers like niggas what? are so committed some guys out there be more committed to their barber than they damn girl yeah. like guys that in 2k exactly like <laughs> niggas love a barber and that was my thing i'm like okay so now i have a couple of questions here if that's how you feel like if you feel like your barber would be on some whole shit to fuck your girl or take the money and not say shit why are you fucking with that nigga like why are you even paying your money to a guy that you feel like you you will have to watch on some shit like that exactly. number one and two what the fuck do that say about your girl if you felt like if your girl tried to be nice and surprise with your shit your first thought is you fucking this nigga you obviously don't trust your girl and you probably don't you probably don't trust her because you probably on some bullshit too low-key because why would you have that thought trust like issues it's so many things that went through my head and then i was like i was trying to see it from their perspective and then i put myself in their shoes i was like okay let me let me flip this let me try to imagine if i went to malika to get my hair done and i went to pay and she like oh no don't worry about it your boyfriend paid for it oh and i started to think i'm like at no point in my head would i be like you fucking my man like what you mean he paid for like y'all what was y'all doing talking i would never i can't even see myself having that thought even if it wasn't just 
the guy that I'm talking to now, anybody, period. Like, why would you think that? You wouldn't just initially think, like, damn, that was so sweet. Like, let me get this nigga some extra head now. Like, that's just, <laughs> like, to me, that's how I would think. But and then, too, but people was all in my mentions. Like, I probably, at first, everybody was like, oh, that's so cute. And then niggas was like, damn, like, that's really, like, dope. Like, I would go crazy if my girl did this. And then I it turned it. into niggas like, hell no, because what the fuck you doing? You know you don't go in the barbershop. I'm like, but how I did this for my man, I never stepped foot. I don't even know the name of the barbershop or where it was at. I just got the info for the barber. Um, we talked. We had a phone conversation. I told him who I was. And then I asked him that he had cash app. And I cashed up him enough to cover the uh, the cut and the tip. And it that was it. Sure, my haircut is... Uh Ladies, if you listen to my haircuts are forty dollars, oh <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, cause when I go to the barbershop, I I pay the extra to jump the line. Okay. Like we we got the ju- the line jumping, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I be I be on my break from work. I go get, get my haircut. So if yeah. I if my barber told me, oh your girl got it, nigga what? Oh man, I love her. Uh, right. Let me, let me let me go buy her some roses real quick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Because man, that that shit is hard. Well, be personally because i get my hair cut like every four or five days and mm-hmm. I, I i be man i try to go to that uh that do that no shave uh yeah. november thing i can't do that i look like it yeah i can't even imagine well I, I look homeless as shit let me tell you <laughs> um <laughs> but but then again like if my if my woman paid for it like shit that that it kind of make you love her more honestly yeah. like it opened up it opened up a different feeling I can't explain it, but yeah. it's a whole different feeling that you get. Like, damn, like she really care about a nigga. She investigated me enough to know who the fuck right. my barber was first. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And yeah. to pay that price and tip them. Right. That's that nigga gonna be like. That nigga gonna be like, damn. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so like, this is why I had put the emphasis on the tip part because, you know, when guys, like when they um. If if the if your guy goes to the barber and then the barber like oh don't worry about it your girl got it covered you know how guys initially be thinking they're probably like oh she just paid for the cup let me still tip you but like if you be like no like keep your money she tipped me too that's like a double whammy like yo yo man probably be like oh damn like get pregnant that night (laughs) and uh, I had a lot of guys in my mentions saying that shit like nigga I'm about to tie my do rag and go crazy (laughs) 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 but it was literally so many niggas in my mentions like hell no like you got me fucked up what the fuck you mean you you uh pay for my barber my uh cut what the fuck you doing talking to my barber oh i feel like y'all will be fucking at that point and like why that's gay why are yeah like it was so crazy like i'm trying to like find some of these because like they was fellas, like they had my shit going crazy fellas, yesterday fellas if y'all listening it's so gay like not no homophobic shit it's so gay for y'all to get mad at y'all females like how y'all do like the shit gay like yeah you know what i'm saying like because that's that's like man up first of all you know what i'm saying let your woman do the necessary shit that she need to do like without confronting her like if you don't trust your woman what the fuck y'all together for right you know what i'm saying yeah and it was another thing another point i had wanted to make but i was like you know what no because i already be kind of I have to really watch my tweets now because, like, now since the whole viral shit, especially as soon as I say something like that, shit be 
retweets for fucking days. So like I be really like before I really post something, I'd be like, let me be careful because I know my mentions about to be on fire. And one thing I was about to say yesterday and I was like, this gonna set a lot of bitches off and they gonna say I'm gonna quote unquote pick me is I was gonna say like these exact reasons is why bitches don't do shit for y'all in the first place or feel like they don't want to because look how y'all thinking like your girl trying to say you got a girl that you feel like don't never do nothing or you one of those guys that feel like girls don't never want to do nothing for they nigga damn like at least give me like a couple couple dollars to get my hair cut or bring me lunch da, 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 da. imagine a day that your girl be like i'm gonna do something nice and i'm gonna pay for his haircut i'm gonna pay it directly to the barber ahead of time and your fucking reaction is the fuck you doing in the shop or this this and that like what like this is why girls probably be feeling the way they do about like i ain't gonna do nothing for a nigga niggas don't appreciate shit like you can't even look at the beauty in it and like how she's trying to do something nice and sweet for you like you initially going into it with a negative thought and then i literally was about to tweet that shit yesterday i was like nope i do not feel like arguing with all these niggas and all of these bitches and shit in my mentions, I'm going to just let that <laughs> shit go and I'm going to keep my thought to myself. But I literally thought about it because I was like, see, this why these bitches always be saying, like, I ain't doing nothing for no nigga. They don't appreciate it. I'm like, I never be, I'm not a male basher. Like, I never get on the internet and bash niggas. Like, if anything, I'll be on the opposite side because people be trying to act like trash ass women don't exist as much as men do. They do. So, like. I'll say more so. Right. <laughs> so, I be. I was really, like, thinking that shit yesterday. I'm like, damn, like, that's kind of fucked up. Like, it's guys out here, like, y'all just, y'all initially thinking, like, the bitch fucking around, not even thinking, like, she just trying to do something nice for you. Like, mm-hmm. that's crazy to me. Like, what if you went and got your nails done, and then you go to a certain nail tech, and your dude done caught up there, or, like, he done, it ain't even, this is, like, the, the shit that tripped me out is everybody made the assumption, like, what the fuck you doing in the shop? You know the shop a sacred place. First of all, damn near everybody that has some type of product or service has some type of social media page. Like, and then because you're somebody that provides a service, your contact information isn't private. It's public. As it's well. public as fuck. In order for me to get in to get the service, I have to have some type of form of contact with you. I'm like, all I literally did was got the number for the nigga, and then I called him, and we had a conversation. And not everybody just does things cash this way. Everybody, shit, some people got the little square sh- uh, chip card shit. Mm-hmm. Some people got cash that people use PayPal, all that shit. Like, I never had to step foot in the barbershop. Like, and even still, if I did, like, what you think I'm about to, like, get a full face of makeup, put on a fucking, like, mini skirt and shit to go up there? Like, I'm not about to do that. Like, I'm just going there. It's going to be business like, hey, what's up? You his barber? Okay, cool. Like, so he should be up here on Saturday. I wanted to uh, play for his haircut now. Like, if that's cool, how much is it? All right, bam. And I'm out. Like, I ain't about to be in there kiki in the nigga face. Like, hey, how you doing? Like, mm-hmm. no, it's strictly fucking business. But niggas is like, oh, that shit really tripped me out yesterday. But, yeah, yeah. I'm like, damn, I didn't think that. Me thinking it's just a nice gesture for a nigga could really be looked at as something so terrible. Hey, hey, but then again, like... <laughs> I was watching, uh, what was that, uh, Lil Rel? <laughs> okay, somebody in my mention said that hey. shit. He said, um, he said, um, wait, let me find it. He was definitely in my mentions. He said, bad advice. Lil Rel's entire show is about his girl leaving him for his barber. Don't ever talk to a man's barber unless he's cutting your son's hair, period. Nah, fuck that. That is not that deep. Like, it's not, because I mean, you might take your son to the same barber. You feel me? Like, is your man. 
You know what I'm saying? Anything. Like y'all already got a relationship. Right. But, like but mm-hmm. if you if you scared of a nigga taking your chick, like you're not doing something. Right. That's the thing. That's a miscommunication right there. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's the biggest thing. It's a miscommunication. Y'all supposed to know like hell, me I was gonna say me and my girl I ain't got no girl. I I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> I keep on having to put that out there. Oh, but like, okay. you know what I'm saying? Me and the people I date, like, I probably go get my motherfucking uh what is that, manicure? Yeah. Pedicure shit. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? So I know your nail tech. Right. So that's like, so if I go in there by myself, is it a problem? Right. They gonna think like, <laughs> oh, you coming in here because you trying to, you trying to flirt with my nail tech and shit or something like that. Like, damn, why it can't be that I'm just literally in here trying to do something nice? Trust is everything. That right. I'm like, shit. I bought my damn boyfriend a, a suit for his uh for Sweetie's Day yesterday. Like, what did he, like? If it was some whatever you would deem as attractive guys in there, like if I went in there and paid for it, would somebody make the same assumption? Like, she's probably in there all in them niggas' faces. Like, huh? Right, don't talk to a man's tailor. Like, fuck out of here. <laughs> like, that's just wild. Ain't, ain't no guy code on that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Y'all niggas just got to check y'all attitude because most of y'all, most of y'all been acting like females a lot. Like, yeah. I've been seeing the tendencies. It's like, it's sad. Man, like some of the stuff like I really had in my mentions and like this one guy we was going back and forth and he was like, uh he was like, uh, that's a tough idea, but to the wrong nigga though, it can end badly. Yeah, bro, your girl already paid. And he's like, Fuck you me, she already paid. You saw my girl. What? Like why why are y'all even having these thoughts? And then another nigga had commented on that. I was like, I was waiting on somebody to say this shit. And I was like, well, I didn't even have to go in there. And he was like, well, he he won't know that. In his mind, she got cute and went up in there with all that ass. And first person that say something, getting their head knocked off. Insecure man. But at the same time, even if I did go there, go up there, okay, yeah, I got an ass. Like, other niggas don't see that I got, like, all of a sudden, because me and you together, everybody blind. Like, I don't feel, I don't see, and maybe it could just be me, but... Do you feel like these niggas don't respect you enough that, like, if I did come in there and pay and they, they notice, like, damn, she got a fat ass. Okay, they're going to keep that shit to themselves. Do you really think when you come up there to get your cut, they're going to be like, bro, yo girl Man. with that fat ass? Like, do y'all really think the fucking conversations go happen? Like, I don't think Some a nigga going to disrespect. Like that. Some niggas disrespectful like that. But that's on you, how you got to check your ma- how you gotta check your mans and them. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can't check your woman about that. Like, oh, you went in there? No. Right. What the fuck you have on when you went there? Nigga, I could have had on a garbage bag. You know what you signed yourself up for, man. Like, you know what type of woman you got. Don't be insecure about it. Embrace that shit. Somebody looking at my girl like, yeah, she fine as hell. Hell yeah. And that's, that's what mine, I, nigga. That's you know what I'm saying. And I feel like all guys should think like that. Like once you, if you say you want a certain type of woman, or you're approaching a certain type of woman, you sh- woman, you should still have that mentality in your head. Like okay, this type of woman I got. You know, this is you know a lot of niggas types and what they like. So I I need to know that I need to be extra. You know, keep my eyes open. You know, but. Most guys don't think that they think like, oh, okay, now you got this badass female. Nope, she's not bad to anybody else but you now. Like, no, nigga, I don't get, like I was telling somebody uh, not too long ago. Like, I love my man. I'm very attracted to my man. But if a, a fine guy walked past, like, 
I'm not just gonna be like, oh no, he ain't fine. He ugly as fuck. No, he's still fine. I'm just not attracted. I don't want nothing to do with him. Like he's not gonna not be fine to me anymore. Mm. Like I would be stupid to think that if a fine bitch walked past us, like he ain't thinking like, damn, she fine as hell. Okay, yeah, she's fine. She's very beautiful. But at the same time, it's off of if you gonna react to that, like how you act on that or not. You know, like that's what the issue <laughs> is with niggas. Really, be I don't man. It should just be wild to me. Like, I really cannot believe some of those responses that I got yesterday. I thought people was just going to be like, damn, that was so sweet. Like, I got, I probably got, like, 100% of that at the beginning. And then, like, as the day went on, my mentions was damn near, like, 60-40 with the 60% being like, hell no. Are you crazy as hell? I'm like, See? oh, all right. So, yeah. <laughs> but, See? See? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, 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 I'm just sick of I'm just sick of seeing this shit. Like these, I don't know. Like when I when I say like these guys be having female tendencies, it's like it's like you jealous of your girl. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like why? Like give her praise. Like you know what I'm saying? Shit, if my girl look good, I'm showing the motherfucker off. Mm-hmm. She probably doing the same to me. If I see a female walking, you know I, I say the same thing. Oh yeah, she look good, but I ain't about to look back. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? You see a nigga look back like, oh, yeah, he don't respect his chick. Yeah, <laughs> hell no. And I done seen some niggas do some disrespectful shit like, like oh, come no. on, dog. Like, they be <laughs> trying to do, like, little, like, hand movements or, like, act like they stretching and shit. Like, <laughs> like you can't, you can't do all of that to break your neck right to look at a female and shit. Like, like acting <laughs> like they trying to fix their head or some shit. Like, no. Nah. Selfie cam. <laughs> like, hell no, that shit crazy. Like, Y'all are fatty as hell. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I feel like guys should do that. Like, if you know your girl looking good, like, you should be like, hell yeah, she do. That's mine, though. Like, y'all WCW. niggas. WCW. Right. WCE or some shit. Oh. <laughs> right. Like, shit, hell yeah, I get to look at that. And I actually get to have that because that's my woman. Now niggas be like, fuck you looking at my girl. I was like, nigga, they... Looking at her the same reason why you looking at her. She look good. But you got the upper hand. That's your woman. Like, you get to go home with her. All they get to do is just look and admire from afar. And the only but, the only problem a guy should ever have if she give them back that attention. That's it. Oh, you fine. Oh, thank you. How you doing? No. Right, like, oh, thank you, handsome. Like, no. Nah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's when you know it's a level of disrespect. Like Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All you gotta do is just say like it ain't nothing wrong with saying thank you, but you just make sure you keep it at a fucking thank you. Like that's right, it. Oh, thank you very much. Like right, like, like oh thank you, bae. Thanks, handsome. You so fat too. Like yeah, because uh, if it ain't her job to flirt with niggas, uh, <laughs> she shouldn't be flirting with other niggas. Exactly. <laughs> but I definitely wanna thank you, Mr. Jordan, for you know coming up here having his dialogue with me oh, today yeah, time <laughs> i'm always with the shits like, oh, of course of course you are especially so. if y'all have some controversial shit uh i'm always i don't i don't mind being painted bad in anybody media because <laughs> i'm with the shit and i can fight in person <laughs> uh <laughs> you know what i'm saying so like jay say if you don't like me fight me period <laughs> and don't come with no guns i ain't trying to die got kids Oh my God! So, what's your uh, what's your social media again? So they know where to find. Again, follow me on Instagram. I am Kev Jordan. I A M K E V J O R D A N. 
follow me on Twitter, Mr. Kev Jordan, aka the Trap Denzel. Yes, I, I hear that a lot. Um, so ladies, hop on me. No, I'm playing, but don't 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 go crazy. I'm not looking for, to date anybody yet. I'm still in my whole phase. Oh my god! Well, you know what? At least you honest because a lot of niggas will be in a whole phase and be trying to act like they not. So I appreciate your honesty. So ladies, hey, you know he he put it out there. He said he's still in his whole phase. So if he do some whole shit, don't be getting upset because he definitely warned you. I, I don't bear hop, but I still love y'all to death though. <laughs> well, definitely follow me, y'all, on uh, Instagram and Twitter, both at Motor City Oprah, um, and uh, views from the thick PC on Instagrams. Gotta say it like Kodak Black. That video is so <laughs> fucking funny. And uh, Twitter at views from T Thick. And I will holla at y'all again next time. And the next time y'all hear me, my baby, um, views from the thick will be one years old. It's been a whole year almost, so I definitely got some um, some new merch coming for y'all very, very soon. So, uh, yes, stay tuned, and don't forget to follow me. And, again, the song that you hear at the intro is Kev Jordan talking net shit like you was doing today. Follow, follow, look, go <laughs> download that shit everywhere. It's literally on every digital platform, YouTube, SoundCloud, uh, Tidal, all that shit. So, Bet. I done made it to Tidal, nigga. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, uh, I appreciate you for even having me because I've been trying to get on this show forever. But oh I've been God. busy. Here you've been go. busy. Yeah. We're not going to talk about it. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See y'all. Peace. Oh.